His bushy eyebrows jutted up above his round glasses as he spoke to my father. Mum was in the kitchen drying the dishes, and my brothers and sisters were in their respective bedrooms, reading, playing, and hanging out. I heard him complain that someone had eaten all the grapes off his vine. My lips pressed hard against each other. I was worried that I was going to get into trouble. Dad, he had no idea it was me. He thought the only food I cared about were lollies, shouted back at him. We don't eat your damn grapes. Get off my property, you bastard. Dad called most people either bastards or pricks. Mr. Girati skulked back to his house. The following day, I discovered that the vine was covered with green netting. I couldn't get my fingers through the mesh, so I tore a hole through it with a screwdriver from Dad's toolbox. It was hard work just to pull out a few grapes. So I turned my attention to the apples and guavas in the Johnston's yard. Biting into the perfectly ripe Granny Smith, I felt its juiciness flood my mouth. I peered into the open kitchen window on tiptoe and saw Dad wipe his sweaty forehead and heard the familiar pshh as he pulled back the ring on a can of beer. He had just mowed the lawn and the freshly cut grass was a little itchy on my bare arms as I carried bundle after bundle to the middle of the yard where the silver dollar tree stood. I was going to build myself a house. I spread the grass in thick lines marking the boundary of the house and then made slightly thinner grass lines for the walls of the bedroom, kitchen and bathroom. I made my own room so I wouldn't have to share with my sisters. I broke off some of the branches that hung low on the silver dollar tree to seal my bedroom door shut. My father wouldn't be allowed in my room. I didn't want him to come in and touch me. He wouldn't even be allowed in my house. My house, my rules, I said to myself, mimicking Dad. I sat in my grass bedroom and began to make a flat bookshelf out of leaves and sticks, just as a gust of wind blew away the corner of my bedroom. I was on my way to find more grass to fix up the wall and to add an extension for my little brother Aidan's room so it could be right next to mine when I heard the chickens making an unusual kerfuffle. I walked over and saw Dad was inside the chicken coop, chasing the bantams and rooster around the cage. I laughed as feathers flew and the chickens squawked at him. Little buggers, gotcha, he shouted as he slammed the cage door shut after him. I watched confused and suddenly worried as he clutched the bird's throat and began to swing Banty violently around in the air like he was swinging a lasso at a rodeo. I screamed and my father looked up. I'm just playing with the chicken, he said. He was trying to placate me. His tone was jovial, but I knew he was hurting Banty. I ran inside the house crying, My mother stopped scrubbing the dirt off the potatoes with a yellow plastic brush and wrapped an arm around me, which felt nice, but also surprising. It was one of the few times I'd felt affection from her as a child. She rinsed the potatoes under the tap with her other hand as I buried my face in her apron that smelt of onions. (laughs) He killed Banty, I sobbed. My father came in holding its limp body. You did it in front of the children, she scolded him, rolling her eyes. My mother patted me on the back, back to her usual distant, preoccupied self.
Go to your room and read a book. My sisters were playing with Aiden in the lounge room. They were bouncing him in a swing Dad had attached to the ceiling beam. My older brother was out with his mates. A little later, I came out for a glass of water and saw Mum pulling the feathers off Banty. I felt a little queasy and hurried back to my room. At the dinner table, my father put some of Banty on my plate. I just moved it about with the fork. He didn't make me finish dinner that night, and he didn't yell at me. He'd sometimes force us kids to finish everything on the plate, or he'd make us eat it cold for breakfast the following morning. But not this time. Sometimes Dad didn't yell. Instead, he'd swipe his hand across the back of my head. When I was out of arm's length, he'd kick me instead. I don't believe I ever deserved to be hit. Except